Hi, this is Dr. Tom Vergus, and this is CQ for Global Leaders. Earlier this week, it was Anzac Day here in Australia. Now, Anzac Day is a commemoration to remember the fallen heroes, the soldiers who fought in World War I and World War II, and of course, all the other conflicts that Australia has been involved in. It's an annual event, and it was something that has, in fact, lost popularity. And then in the last probably about eight years, somehow has gained, surged interest back again. Anyhow, having lived in Australia now for more than 30 years, I, of course, am aware of it, but I have never really been involved too much in it, simply because I have not myself been involved in any conflict in terms of battle going to fight. However, my father-in-law was a prisoner of war because he was in the British Army during World War II and he worked on the Thai-Burma Railway and he was lucky to survive. And I know in the last years of his life, we spent quite a number of time talking about his experiences. So my wife has always paid Uh, attention to Anzac Day, or rather Remembrance Day in the UK, which is November. Now, long-winded way of saying that this time, I actually attended the dawn service for Anzac Day. So every year, there is a service held at dawn in all the major capital cities in Australia to celebrate or commemorate the day. So this year I attended it for the first time and it was an incredible experience. Firstly, I was overwhelmed by the thousands of people who turned up at 5.30 in the morning to actually commemorate the day. So that was the first thing. The second thing was that it was really very moving to hear And the speech at the place that I attended, which was in Perth, West Australia, it was somebody, a commander in the Navy, and he was talking about the adventures of a submarine and what the submarine crew did during the Second World War to shift the battle lines as such. And it made me really appreciate the sacrifices that servicemen and women have made to enable me to live the sort of life that I lead now in the sort of country that I live in uh, peacefully. It was really one of the few times where I've had to just think a lot more around conflict, war, and the cost of it. So what's the relevance of this to you as a global leader? As a global leader, We have an obligation to build bridges across cultures. Whether you work in private enterprise, government, 
not for profit. At the end of the day, as a global leader, what we are interested in is to increase effectiveness in helping people work across different cultures. War and conflict really is a result of when we are unable to have any more dialogue, when we are frustrated and we lash out. Now, unless we are an arms manufacturer, I'm not really sure what benefits there are to war. Now, I know it's a bias that I have, but that's my bias. And I just think people losing their lives, losing limbs, families being broken apart, countries being destroyed, I just can't see what benefit war has. I think we have an obligation, therefore, as global leaders to make an impact in looking at how do I sustain a greater level of peace among people on the planet. Because inevitably, when we have people of different cultures come together, conflict is always there because of that lack of understanding. Our role is to really look at how do we make that a little better. So what's my reflection point here for you from this podcast? What can you do to ensure that there is greater peace and harmony in your teams, in your customers, in your stakeholders. Now, that doesn't mean we don't disagree. That doesn't mean we don't have constructive conversations. That doesn't mean we have different points of view. It's how can we disagree respectfully? How can we appreciate that there are different points of view? I may not agree with your point of view, but I certainly would be willing to act Please acknowledge your point of view and hear you out. I want to finish this podcast with a poem from Rudyard Kipling, which is what is always said at every Anzac ceremony every year. And this is how it goes. They shall not grow old as we that are left to grow old. Age shall not weary them nor the years condemn. At the going down of the sun and in the morning, we shall remember them. You've been listening to CQ for Global Leaders with me, Dr. Tom Vergus. To find out more, please reach out either via phone, email or our site, culturalsynergies.com.